Hello and welcome to Unwind Financial, where we talk about all things health and wealth. To, to educate, educate, inspire, and liberate. My name is John Savage. My, my name is Leah Savage. That's my beautiful wife. How are you doing today, my beautiful African lily? Uh, I'm ready to take a nap. Okay, so that means <laughs> we have to be on time with this. All right, sweetie, go ahead. So we're talking about securing your financial house in times of crisis. This is so critically important, especially in the hour that we're living in right now. And if you're listening to this and you're in need financially, you're in a crisis, we just want to say, take heart. There is hope. We have been through many um, financial storms and we're still standing because of these three, um, three areas that we want to share with you today. So mm. the first one is communication. Mm -hmm. The second one is prioritizing your needs. Mm -hmm. And the third one is having a plan. Yes. And there's some, some financial storms or financial challenges. And, and, you know, life brings different things. And also, too, being an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. um, that is not easy, especially when you're, you're trying to both work and also um, build a business. Yeah. It takes time. Um, I've read a lot of different stories of those who've really had to dig, even Sam Walton. I think about him sometimes how um, there was a time where he had to, he lost everything once or twice and he had to even borrow groceries from someone else, but yet he's a great farmer. He was mm -hmm. a great producer, but you know, life brings things and he didn't give up. And yeah. thankfully he didn't give up because hundreds of thousands and actually millions of people have been employed today because of him. Mm -hmm. He had a vision. And that vision is what drove him. And he he applied his faith to that vision, even though things around him didn't seem like it. Yeah, no, that's really good. And I have one scripture for us because I think it's it's just so hmm. foundational. It's Matthew 7, 24 hmm. to 27. And, you know, you talk about that vision, John, and this is our vision, you know, as we think about our financial house and what are we founded on. And this is Matthew 7, 24, and says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine, and this is Christ speaking hmm. of his words, and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, hmm. for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Mm -hmm. And this is just such a powerful scripture. Um, when we talk about securing your financial house, you know, what are we founded on? What is our house founded on? Mm -hmm. Is it founded on lies? Is it founded on greed? Is it founded on selfishness? Or is it founded on the rock of truth of love of giving of service you know that's good that's good yeah it's life brings different things and and when you know yeshua shared this it's been over two thousand years ago but yet it's so real and apropos to this day yeah. to this moment mm -hmm. whatever moment that might be for you so what are we building on yeah. or what have we built on? There's some things where we've already built 
and we might need to start over. Mm. There's other things we built where we can actually just, the Lord is saying, let go of it, walk away. Mm. And it's a lesson. Don't think you didn't learn anything. If you, if you listen to the Father, let the Holy Spirit minister to you in that. What went well in that situation? What didn't go mm. well? And you can learn from both ends. So every situation is a learning situation if you allow it to be. And that's where you grow in wisdom. Because everything isn't, there's a lot of things in life that's not textbook. We got the word here to be an instruction on that map. It doesn't say, oh, it's going to be windy today or it's going to be sunny today. You'll mm -hmm. find out as you go along the journey. You can anticipate some things and discern some things. And with life experiences, you get better and better mm -hmm. and better. And hopefully you're paying attention along the way. So you know when to apply certain things. And I think in addition to those examples you give, for many of you, you're building on something right now mm -hmm. and you're tempted to give up, mm. but keep building, mm. you know, keep building. It, perhaps it's your marriage. Perhaps it's your parenting. Perhaps mm. it's a company. Mm. Perhaps it's an idea, mm. you know, and you're tempted to give up because of the storm, because of the rain and the winds beating on your house, mm. but don't give up. That's good because our house has so many different things, so many factors to it. And God just wants you to be in such a beautiful place with him. He knows there's things in life that we, if we read throughout the scriptures, there's many challenges that many people face. But we also get to see the victories that they had and the things they overcame as well. And so sometimes we are tempted to give up. We might feel like it. And it's okay to feel mm -hmm. that way. Yeah. Christ was in all points tempted, but he didn't give up. Mm. He came here with the purpose, and that was the reason he came, and that's what he was going to fulfill. Even when Peter says, no, Lord, he's like, basically stand out of the way. He was not going to let Satan use Peter to be a stumbling block to him, mm. to what he came to do. And so just think about that. He knew what he had to do, even though there were some great moments with his disciples and so many other people and healings and feeding and playing with the children. But then there was a time where it got real serious mm -hmm. because it was that crossroads moment. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to share a scripture with you because that's where Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane, he had to make a decision. And he yielded. He yielded his fleshly body. He yielded everything to the Father. He continued to what, though? abide and pray and intercede and speak to the father as he was prepared mentally emotionally spiritually mm -hmm. for what was to come and he knew but it was for a moment but yet it can feel like an eternity because that was something he never experienced being separated from the father like that and you know as you're talking john what comes to my mind is you know whatever we go through there's a purpose mm -hmm. there's a purpose in it and so when we talk about financial storms, there's a purpose. Yeah. And if we had not un come to understand our purpose, we wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. Yeah. We wouldn't be at this moment right here. Yeah. But through the storms, we came to understand there's a purpose in this. Yeah. That we are sojourners. We're meant to endure this particular storm so that mm -hmm. we, after we come through it, we can share with others what we have gained through it. Mm. And so just as Yeshua, he had a purpose for coming. 
we have a purpose. You, the listener, have a purpose. Yes. What is your purpose? Yes. And so just remember that as you're going through different things. And, and it's, again, I say this to people even when I'm doing my financial coaching um, with the different employees. Write things down. Not just about goals, but even just a journal. We can be very technical, but it doesn't fix everything or how we're feeling at the moment and what we're challenged with. So write things down, journal your emotions, your your financial journal, just your, your journey of where you're at. Make notes of the good things that are happening. Mm-hmm. Make notes of how far you've come. Mm-hmm. Make notes of what is going well in the midst of a storm. Yeah. Thank God for what you do have versus what you don't have. Yeah. And thank him even for what you don't have mm-hmm. that you believe is to come. Yeah. So you're hoping for that, which you haven't seen yet. Romans 8, 28. So you're believing for something you don't see yet. Then with the expectation, do you wait for it? Yeah. And while you're waiting, thank him for it and have a plan. You know, yeah. faith without works is dead. James talks about that. Faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. So we and have our, go ahead. Yeah. So communication, we have our three, mm-hmm. right? So communication. Mm-hmm. And that's. You know, writing it down and also, you know, as husband and wife, mm-hmm. we've communicated through every story. Yeah. We've talked through everything. Mm-hmm. And that has been so powerful. Financial challenges, having a vehicle stolen that really disrupted our finances. Yeah. Just a few years out of college, we, you know, the, the little ones were little and we um, came back here after moving away for a short time. And um, it was very interesting. The car was stolen twice <laughs> and we started saving again, just like we did when we first got married and was working full time and everything was going good. Um, we were still consistent. And even during that time, we had a plan. We still have those plans. We mm-hmm. look at, we had different budgets, one for our, our functional budget that always adjusts throughout the year. Another one is we make a certain amount of income. And then a third one, that's a much bigger one for our other goals as they actually are, are in the process of happening now. But it took a process. It Mm -hmm. took a while. And it's like, I realize it's not just knowing something, even working at it diligently, things are just going to come fall in place. You still have a process you have to go through for most people, you know, seed, Mm -hmm. time and harvest. That's perfect. And that's what I love just more and more. It's been on my mind about farmers more and more. I've been thinking about my grandfather who sometimes one time some business owner questioned me about this (laughs) because I guess he couldn't fathom this, even though he was living pretty decently. But my grandfather had 40 acres and he was born in 1913. And maybe because he's African-American and the guy I was talking to was not, (laughs) but um, both were in the South. But um, my grandfather, when I think about my experience with him and my grandmother going out, picking on the greens or getting potatoes or some other vegetables out in the yard or or peas and things like that, they grew that. They didn't have to go to a grocery store. They grew those Mm -hmm. things. But I, I, I was like, man, what did he do? How did he get to this point? Yeah. And it just, it took a while, was a process. And then I find out recently, talking to my dad some more, always bits and pieces of information, my grandfather was a sharecropper. Mm. So it didn't just go from, I got my land. You know, it was a lot of things that were happening, obviously, from the time he was born in 1913 and mm. throughout, you know, as I was a little kid. And so, but I think about how far he came and he would always say, stay with the Lord, grandson, stay with the Lord. Mm. That's how he taught, just quiet but very authoritative man. He knew who he was. Mm. He knew where he was going and he knew what he had. Yeah. And so just, but, but he had a plan. Yeah. And so not only communicating, he communicated with God all the time. He spent time praying in his word, going to church. Mm. And he, he applied that as a farmer. 
and I didn't think about that. Mm -hmm. So that's why I bring that up anyway. It's it's just um, yeah. I still think about it because he's not here today. He died in his early 90s. And um, he said he was ready to go. But I'm like, man, if I could have spent a little more time talking to him or a little mm -hmm. more time just finally leaving college for a moment because I was back in North Carolina. He was in Florida. Just spending time with him and grandma a little bit more and mm -hmm. asking more questions. But the way my mind is now wasn't then. Yeah. I thought about them, loved them. But it's just like, man, just him being a farmer and being in the word as a farmer. He had a perspective of having to wait on things, having to sow seeds. And he did that for decades in that land he had. Mm. And all the animals, the chickens, the goats, the hens, just giving my grandfather credit. Yeah. Um, if he had given up back then, I wouldn't be here today. Mm. We wouldn't be here today. Yeah. So we all have a part to play, regardless of what we go through, regardless of our situations and challenges and mistakes. Mm. There is a purpose in everything. So when the storms come, yeah. look at it as an opportunity to be like the eagle, to elevate above it and to go even higher. Mm. When the storms come, the eagles go higher. They don't yeah. go lower. They go higher. higher. Mm. You get to see even more. You get to experience something that very few get to experience mm. when you go higher. And that includes it. Like with the eagle, very few birds can go that high. Ride on the wings of the wind. Yes. Leverage the storm. Yeah. So you want to get mm. close to the stratosphere, as close as you can get. Mm. That's good. So, and, and just some practical tips, you know, so communication is key. Mm -hmm. um, and then prioritizing your needs. You yes. Know, during storms, we've had to really sit down, buckle down and talk about what do we need right now? Mm -hmm. And what's urgent, what's important? Yes. And, you know, and those times survival, you know, often is your focus, mm -hmm. but that's, you're not stuck there, you know? Thriving is to come. Yeah. But in those moments, you're looking at, okay, what do we need to do right now mm -hmm. to survive? And so we've been able to do that. Communicate, prioritize what, what is what we need, and then have a plan. Yeah. And I just want to say something real quick when you, on that. When you're talking about what's urgent and important, you guys write this down when you get a moment. There's a quad you can write down. It's Dr. Stephen R. Covey talks about this, and other speakers have talked about this. But what's urgent and what's important. So you have to take an inventory of everything. So like when you're doing your budget, what we call creating a spending plan, it's position you to create a spending plan, right? So you know what to spend on yourself as well. It's okay to spend on yourself. You're the one working for it. Don't think that it just being some indentured servant and you have to be told what to do as an adult. No, you're an adult. So you have what's urgent and important, mm -hmm. what's urgent, but not important. And then what's important and not urgent, not urgent. Mm -hmm. So you prioritize based on that. And then also what's not important and what's not urgent. Yeah. So you write. It's kind of like looking at your wants versus your needs. Yeah. You know, that's another way to look at it is what do I really need right now? And what or what versus what do I want? Mm, that's good. And so. you can put it in, in two different ways. You can do like a square. Uh, four square or just draw four lines like a even cross mm -hmm. like the red cross sign you can do it that way and put them on each end and then um, label it and just fill in the spots of what's going on right now in your life even the things you'd like to have still write it down and then you have or you can do it as a circle all your core things go in a circle for you and your family first make sure your needs are taken That's care good. of 
baseline and then go outside of that okay these are the other things as we expand yeah as we start eliminating debt as mm. we get this taken care of even if you need to take a break there's ways of doing that there's sometimes there's nonprofits that actually have different things across the country that might help parents just have a date night and have some food and things like that they need maybe they can go eat and get away and they watch their kids i've seen some interesting things online when i've been helping people across the country so just know when you need a break, you need a breather, even in the midst of the storm, first take an inventory, like my wife said, mm -hmm. just finding out what are the needs, having that plan um, and reaching out for help. Yeah, That's part That's of the plan. It's okay to reach out for help. Some of the most brilliant people in the world might not want to, but there's times where they have to. Yeah, Because none of us do this alone. Very few of us can do multiple things really well, really quickly and need very little help. Yeah. I think so, that's a key one. Yeah. And that one, when you're a giver, you know, when you're a giver, it can be more challenging. Yeah. But we all need help and it's okay. Amen. And then the last one? The last one is, is just really have your plan and work the plan consistently. Amen. You know, and so that plan could look like we're going to put this aside and we're going to save this and we're going to pay this off, you know, whatever the plan looks like. Mm -hmm work the plan it's like that farmer they've sowed their seeds and they're watering the seed and you know mm -hmm. and they're just consistently watering and making sure that it gets sunlight That's until good. there's a harvest and so i think working the plan is is taking care of the seeds that you've sown amen and that both within yourself yeah and without with all the practical other things and so taking care of yourself is key in the midst of all this. That's why we emphasize yeah. that. I like to say, pay yourself first. Companies will work with you, but you don't want to go where you don't have anything to That's eat. Good. I've talked to That's quite good. a few people where it's like, I don't have anything to eat. There's times where it's been lean for us in the past. And it's like, okay, where I was like, we're going to take care of this. We're going to take care of that. Take care of this. We're going to take care of all this. We're going to pay all this stuff off. Mm -hmm. But I had to learn. And so I encourage others now, hey, if you don't have to give this whole $500, and you only need to give a hundred, only give a hundred mm -hmm. right now. Make sure you put some way in your emergency savings, but also go take time, take a breather. It's the end of the week, or it might be in the middle of the week. Go do date night with your spouse. Go get away or with your kids. Go stop and just take a breather. You need a moment because yeah. if you don't have clarity and you're overwhelmed, you're stressed out. I talk to people, they end up sick. They need to take time off. Business owners who just push, push, push. Yeah. You see the way, but it's reckless many times in the health is severely affected we're not just talking about things that happen in life but because being so driven losing mm. sleep not getting enough to eat not getting enough hydration so many different factors so yeah. take care of yourself in the yeah. midst of the storm yeah i like to say this as a, we're finishing up mm -hmm. i think about yeshua when he was in the boat so the disciples are all panicking and guess what he was sleeping. So in the midst of the storm, mm -hmm. he was at peace while they were frantic mm -hmm. because of what they were seeing. Mm -hmm. Not that he was unaware, but they were frantic by what they were hearing and what they're seeing. We can't be moved by those things mm -hmm. around us. It, it allows us to know what's going on. But then we say, oh, okay, we need to have a plan. How are we going to engage this? I'm going to have a, a calculated, controlled response in this situation so I could have the best outcome possible. So financial crisis, when they come up, no, things are going to happen. Our society is in a financial crisis right now. Yeah, the yeah. debt ceiling, I'm not worried about the debt ceiling. 
I'm concerned about people who think, oh, I'm good. I'm okay. I've even talked to people in the past. Well, you know, I got this plan with the government. I'm safe. Well, then I started seeing sometime after some conversations where even some vets and other people are a little concerned about, okay, am I going to get my check on time? Mm-hmm. And I talked to people who have different checks from Social Security, uh, the VA, disability. So just know our dependency is on, um, you know, just having faith, believing not in a system, but you need to have a plan. God has given us the ability to plan mm-hmm. and to reason and also to discern what's going on in the climate around us. So having a plan, communicating, and knowing your your priorities. And I just wanted to say one last thing. This is so critically important. Wherever you find yourself, do not allow your circumstances to define you. Hmm. You are not defined by the amount of dollars that are in your account, in your wallet, in your whatever. Do not allow financial storms to define you. Our identity must be separate of, of what we have, what we don't have, whatever is happening around us, our identity is not found. It's a scripture that came to me years ago when we were in the midst of a storm and it was man's life does not consist in the abundance of yes. And so Amen. who you are is not based on what you have or don't have. Yes, or what you may have had or what you may have lost. Yeah. That's not who you are. Those things can be gained, but your character, your life, your health, your mind is more important. And I want to leave you with this scripture too. Jeremiah 6, 16. This talks about um, when the Lord says, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein and ye shall find rest yes. for your souls. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stop there. Jeremiah six sixteen. go back and read that because many of you have been told something by a teacher, um, an instructor, um, older brother or sister, uh, best friend, a mom, a dad, an uncle, aunt, grandparents, somebody along the way in life. You were dreaming about something, circumstances happening, mistakes were made, life challenges. Go back to those things, of those nuggets of wisdom that you were given and apply that to your life now and ponder on those things to get guidance and, and mm. those that went before you mm. where you were on a particular trajectory and path where it was going well mm. and you were doing what you were supposed to do. Even now, you might still be on that trajectory, but maybe you can take some nuggets as well uh, from those who came before you and bring that to the present. Like it'd be called in Hebrew, there's a term called evolving. Mm-hmm. And so it's like bringing things from the past to connecting it to now and, and and so anyway, we could talk about that more in the future, but go back and read that. And you guys just have a blessed day until next time. We like to say unwind. <laughs> Goodbye.